Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded, episode 31. Ron, how are you doing? We've got a great show tonight, man. I am really excited about uh, what we're going to cover. So um, let's start off with our leadoff. And the New York Giants lost to the Washington football team last night, 30 to 20 night in the Thursday night game, in a wild ending. We're going to take a look at some of the highlights and then we'll actually discuss the game. We're going to see if this works, my friend. Jones keeps, fires, complete. Galladay up the seam for 17. The big red zone threat down here with his size. Well, I thought Daniel Jones really performed well Jones last night. Takes it and... It's a great run there. No signal yet. The two officials look at each other, still haven't seen. Now touchdown. And now they're bringing in probably Ben Bredesen at left guard to take his place. That's who they went to. Big hole for Barkley right side. Saquon gets loose. Yeah. And that's, that's what they need. Feel good for number if, if they would have gotten that the whole game long. Yeah. <laughs> Washington gets pressure and down goes Jones. That defensive line for Washington, though, is insane. Chase Young they and Montez so Sweat. I certainly Especially underestimated the, like the, the offense on this team. And some speed on the field. Yeah, Heineke definitely performed better than Heineke I thought he would. Throws. Yeah. Nice grab by the Even rookie. when and if Fitzpatrick comes back, Heineke is the quarterback. Yeah. First, first down of 22 yards. I could not have predicted that. Five first downs on this drive. Heineke, Enzo McLaurin, touchdown. It was a great throw. Oh, Mickey. Mickey, the Giants fan watching. Yep. Is he heartbroken? He is. Oh, the pain, he fifth says. The pain. In rushing yards, fifth and yards from scrimmage. Tied for first with 11 touchdowns as Heineke throws. He's got his man, the tight end. Thomas. Heineke was so good. Really was. This this one hurt the Giants, like giving up this touchdown right at the end of the second quarter, going into the half. Like that shouldn't have happened. The Giants played so loose on defense. Like yeah. they they didn't put much pressure. To this big night of running, and, and they sat back. For the Giants yeah, yeah, definitely sat back a lot. This was a great pass. This was an amazing. Look at this drop right in the bucket. That was great. That was a great throw, Daniel Jones. Well, he made some other great throws that they didn't yeah. catch. <laughs> yes, that is. Yeah, we, we, are, we know the one we're talking about, too. Jones over the Yeah, RTS. It, it's glitching because it's a, 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 a video that we're we're showing, so it might be like a little hesitant. No, he has the drop. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Right there. You gotta make that catch. Nice throw again. Heineke. Great throw. 
This is the one to the tight end now in the end zone. This this throw that he made right here is phenomenal. 56 yards. This is such a good throw. Oh, Kenny is in the house saying the Giants played very well. They did play very well, but they didn't play well enough. Made too many mistakes. Yeah. Heineke makes his throw. I'm like, the Giants got this game. Two minutes left. Right? Just catch the ball. The turnovers. The penalties. Sets up the Giants. We're hoping they can use it later when they need to get a field goal on the field. All right. The Giants now have, are up. Some less than a minute left. And that's caught by Logan Thomas. He stood up after game of nothing. All right. Here's the first miss. Good snap, good this was beautiful. How do you get a penalty on the last play of the game? He's a rookie. Like just unreal. Unreal. Wow. All right, this is the game right here. Thanks for being here, Snow. Good snap, good hold. Yeah, thank you. And that's it. That's the game. And that sealed the fate yeah so i mean if you look at it daniel jones i thought performed extremely well in that game uh 22 for 32 249 yards a touchdown nine carries for 95 yards and a touchdown and if you think about he scampered for 50 something yards and it got called back because of that that he would have been over 150 yards rushing yeah. the ball yeah so you can't blame Daniel Jones for that, that offsides, right? Yeah, like unreal snossages, yeah, 100%. Like how does that happen in an NFL game at that level at that point? You know, and it, and it just goes to show you in the NFL, like one play could change a whole game. And that running play, that penalty, it was a stupid penalty. First of all, he probably would have been tackled if he didn't hold him. So, but it still would have been a great run. Would have been what on the 15, 10 yard line, you know? And then uh, I mean, it, it's <clears throat> the drop, the key drop. Like that was a yeah, great great thrown ball. Uh, it, it hit his hands. The uh, Slayton, I believe, was the the receiver. You got to catch that ball. You got to catch that ball. See, it's two plays that might have set the course of the Giants into such a tailspin now. I don't know if they're going to recover from this this game. That that's how bad those two plays hurt in this game, and I don't know if this team can get up off the mat this year. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It's a tough hole. Um, but then I look at it this way: I still feel this is probably one of the weakest divisions in football. Right. So Owen two that's the is the only not, thing that saves them. Yeah, I I think Owen two doesn't kill them because they still got to play Philly twice, Dallas twice. The, the the Washington football team one more you know time so it's a really good opportunity that look I thought they were extremely competitive um I yeah. thought Heineke performed you know out of this world other than that one interception 34 for 46 336 uh yards pass and two touchdowns uh, <laughs> bless you I was I was in complete shock on how effective Heineke was you know, I mean, when, look, I mean, I based all my my predictions on Washington based on Fitzpatrick being there and coughing up games. You know, Heineke, 
Heineke is, I think he's better than Fitzpatrick. And I think, think he's more in control. And I think, I don't think he's going to, you know, do so badly that he's going to cough up games like Fitzpatrick can. Because we know he throws picks in the fourth quarter, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm expecting him to be in there and losing at least four of the games that he plays in. But with Heineke now, I'm not sure that happens. So I think this team has rallied around him already. And I think it, I think it's all done for Fitzpatrick. I think he's not going to play again this year. Yeah, I, I think if the team performs well and continues to win. But, um, I mean, I would say that, you know, to Snossage's point, I don't know if they're overrated. I think the secondary is not as good as uh, anticipated. I mean, that front seven still. I mean, I would I would take Sweat. I would, you know what I mean. Uh, what's his name? The rookie there from last year, um, from Ohio State, Chase Young. Yeah. So again, really good. I mean, they've got a solid team up front. Um, what about though that I looked at it this way? Joe Judge, the uh, head coach of the Giants. One of the problems that the the New England Patriots have had is discipline and, and penalties. So far during the preseason, that first regular season game, the Giants had 11 penalties in that game. 11. But see, here's the difference, though. With a Bill Belichick team going into this week, I feel a little more confident that this team is going to be better disciplined. Because, yeah. look, if you're not, you're, gonna, you're not going to play again. It's as simple as that. But these are two but with very. The Giants, I'm not sure that's going to get better. But these are two very you know, solid coaches when it comes to discipline and not making mistakes. And you're seeing it. Yeah. I, and I don't, I don't get it. And listen, Washington had nine penalties themselves. It was a very sloppy game overall. So you're looking at 20 penalties in a game. You know, you don't want to see that. I think the officials did get a little carried away at times. Like some of the, it was ticky tack close calls, but there was some obvious blatant ones. And obviously that offsides at the end of the game should never happen in an NFL game at that right. level. And the Giants, you know, be one and one at this point. So, you know, you know, Mickey hit it on the, uh, on the. They've got to play a better defense, and they've got to stay more disciplined. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's look without discipline, you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, it's it's that simple. You know, I mean, if you're not going to play discipline, you're going to cough up games just because of those penalties yeah. and yeah. stupid little mistakes. You know, whether it's just you're getting upset at a player because, you know, he's doing something all the time and you get upset and you lash out and then you get called. And you got to look at the argument between Galladay and Jones. How does that affect the team going forward? If they start to struggle next week, does that manifest itself into something more? Um, That would be my concern now as you're starting to see some of that. Uh, Tony, uh, their first round draft pick, uh, the Florida wide receiver, he's already starting to to get upset with his – his usage. So we'll have to see how that all turns out. Taurus, Taurus, thanks for joining us. Right. So a lot of, lot of things going on behind the scenes with the giants, but let's, uh, let's move on to NFL and uh, let's talk about the new England Patriots as they face the New York jets this week. What is some of your keys for this week's game with the, the new England Patriots? Uh, look, we've said it a million times. It's discipline. Like they can, the only way they lose this game is if they shoot themselves in the foot. And we saw them do it last week. So until they get it right, I think that's a possibility. So, so the, 
the Jets only had 252 yards against Carolina. So if you look at it from a defensive standpoint, I feel we're much better than Carolina defensively. There really should be no reason why we can't contain them. They only had 45 yards rushing. The, the key for them, no, control Corey Davis. He had five receptions for 97 yards and two touchdowns. So we already know who, you know, Zach Wilson's favorite target's going to be. How do you shut him down? How, how do you lock him down? I'm sure Belichick's going to try to control that one piece of the field and make sure that, um, you know, they don't, you know, get by us. Yeah, Becton uh, lost huge loss on the line for them, Snossages. That's, you know, the Jets, um, you know, are going to be weak there as well. So that's going to be kind of a question. Again, Ron, agree with you. Turnovers cannot happen. Penalties, right? Yeah. Eight penalties last week. Can't have that. That that cannot happen. So the key, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The key. No, I was to say one more key too would be you got to score in the red zone. Carolina was one for four against the Jets, so they they stayed in the game. The the Jets. We were one for four in the red zone against the Dolphins. You need to put the ball in the end zone. They have to figure out how to get better in the red zone. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why you don't see Cam Harris because they felt like Matt gave him a better opportunity to get the ball into the end zone and not kick field goals. We kicked a lot of field goals last season. Yeah. They, they can't afford to do that again this season. So the first point you made is we're going to find out this week how good J.C. Jackson is. Yes. Because at the beginning of the game, he's going to be covering Davis. That's that's what his job is going to be. If he gets burned, they're going to have to have safety help with him. So that's, I think, what one of the things we're going to see early on is J.C. Jackson on Davis and see if he can contain, you know, Wilson to Davis all game yeah. long. Because yes. that could hurt, obviously. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm not 100% sold on Roken yet. Let's see what he does. I mean, he yeah, reminds yeah. me of a gunslinger. Like he could either be Brett Favre. He's going to be really bad and hurt this team. So hopefully we get the latter of that, you know, this Sunday. And, and he's he's causing, uh, you know, some turnovers, making some mistakes. That's what I'd like to see uh, if I was New England. Yeah. What about uh, any other week two matchups that you're interested in watching this week? Well, there are six games that I looked at that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, Ace, thanks for joining. The first one, Tennessee at Seattle. Like, we know Tennessee got I have abused, that game as well. yep. abused <laughs> by Carter. Arizona. Yes, absolutely. Tennessee needs to win this game because they cannot yep. start 0-2, not in that division. Yeah. Not in that division. Save it for the pick and roll. So, <laughs> so they need to win this game. Yes. Uh, another game I have is Buffalo at Miami. Another division team. Yeah. Uh, well, division game. Division game. Yep. And uh, Buffalo zero and one. I I don't know. You can't go down zero two. You can't go down zero two any division except for maybe the NFC East. East. Yes. <laughs> um. But again, those two games, and I have four other games, but. I want to mention Cincinnati at Chicago. Could be a fun game. Because, look, Cincinnati ran up some points last week. And they had a great game and got a big win in overtime. <laughs> Chicago, Chicago has 
they need to win this game because they can't go down 0-2. Because you've got, first of all, Andy Dalton in there. If they lose this game, this could be a big-time switch in quarterback right there. If they lose this game. And I have... You think already after two weeks? and, And I originally had Chicago winning this game. I have changed my mind, and I think Cincinnati is going to win it. I like Cincinnati. I like what they're doing offensively. I mean, defensively, they need to do some others, but uh, some other things. But I feel I feel pretty good about that. Those are those are some really good games. I also put down. I have the Raiders at the Steelers, and my curiosity would be: Are the Raiders for real? Is like this finally the year that you know Gruden and, and Carr can make that that difference and and, and be you know what I mean? A, a, at least a playoff team. To me, they have enough talent to be a playoff team. This would go a long way. And I don't feel the Pittsburgh Steelers are as good as advertised. Even though they beat Buffalo, I think Buffalo beat themselves more than Pittsburgh beat them. Um, Offensively, they were horrendous in the first half, and it was just their defense kept them in the game. If the Raiders can put up some points, I really feel like that's going to be a difference maker in that game. I also, my other game that I'm interested in seeing. I had that game, by the way, too. What about the Saints at the Panthers and Jameis Winston? Right? Was that first game a fluke? Is he going to throw five picks this week? You know, like what do we get? Which Jameis Winston do we get? Or has he turned a corner? Was okay, Sean so, able to change this guy and make him into a top quarterback in the league? Uh, so I'm going to say something that may sound a little bizarre. Remember when New Orleans won the Super Bowl when Hurricane Hurricane Katrina came through? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You think the Ida? This could be the year. Like I don't, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but this could be just the team is starting to rally around the cause, and this just has that written all over it, all over again. And you know, things like this have a way of of getting a team together. And you know, it, it's no different than when the Patriots won the Super Bowl. You know, after 9-11. It it was kind of fitting with Patriots being the team name, you know. And with another hurricane or two that blasted through Louisiana, this team is rallying around each other and the community that it belongs to and the state, of course. And look, we know like that can be a powerful thing and they probably will overachieve all year long. And to me now, this team might make the playoffs because of that. I mean, cause they're playing on the road to, for home games right now, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like he thinks the saints will lose to the Vikings week one of the playoffs. So they're going to reverse it. Well, that'll be a trick because if the saints make it, the Vikings don't. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So, uh, any other games, Ron, before we move on to our triple play? Uh, the other one I had was uh, was Dallas and the Chargers. Oof. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, the Chargers yeah. with Herbert and, yeah. you know, going up but against Jack. Philly versus San Fran, another good one. Yeah. A lot of good matchups this week. A lot of interesting yeah. matchups. Let's just say that. I don't think Philly's as good as San Fran, but – you never know. I, I'm I'm starting to become a Jalen Hurts fan. I'm not saying that the kid is the next great thing, but I, I really truly think that he could be a uh that a might be the only game I didn't watch anything <clears throat> of. Yeah. 
<laughs> right? And then I, I, I agree with you, Ron. I think uh, game you mentioned, right? There's a lot of intrigue with Dak Prescott, right? Can he can he do what he did last Thursday against Tampa and throw for 400 right. yards? And, you know, can that team win? Can they finally – I mean, they could take the division if they really start to to play good football. So yeah. it, it could be interesting. Herbert, one of the best young quarterbacks. Yes, Mick, agree. Yep, definitely. Yeah, uh, you know agree. what I mean? Like, he's bright. Future is definitely bright. I mean, when you look at look, there were 15 new quarterbacks that started this year. 15. That's insane. And that is counting Fitzpatrick for Washington. Yeah. So now it's up to 16 with Heineke in there. All right. Like that. That's a that's a big, big amount of new quarterbacks starting, and so like you're looking at 15 teams. We have no idea what the story what each is week right now yeah. Yeah. each week's going to be interesting so that brings us up to our triple play and our triple play this week we're going to decide which of these three nfc east quarterbacks other than dak prescott because we have already established that he's probably the, the best oh, yeah. of, in the division oh yeah would you start bench and cut so taylor heineke daniel jones and jalen hurts and i believe you have first this week ron so start bench cut <clears throat> okay so I'm gonna start Heineke, only because wait, oh, no, only because <laughs> I didn't get to see Hertz play, and I know the numbers and all that stuff. It was fantastic, but I didn't get to see him play. So I'm going with what I know, and I'm gonna go with Heineke as starting because I'm pretty confident in his ability. <laughs> yep. So so I grab Heine. <laughs> oh boy! And I will bench. Hold Hertz. on, hold on. Our HR department just called and said that uh, you're not allowed to say you grab Heine. So, oh, okay, all right. So I grabbed, I, I, <laughs> I grabbed the clipboard and I Grab. marked the check on Heineke, and and he goes in. Hurts. I put at the bench because okay. I don't know what I have yet. Uh, and I cut Daniel Jones after, you know, I mean, he had a good game, but I'm sorry. The proof is okay. in the pudding. Oh, and two. All right. So I have, I start Daniel Jones. I just think there's a bigger sample size and we know what he can do. And we've seen it even with his legs, that he has the ability to run. And I think the uh, Giants offense let him down. Um, I'd bench Jalen Hurts because I just feel like, his team's overachieving, even if it's the first week, because everybody expected him to be so bad. And he was able to lift that team up. So that's a good quality of a leader. Tyler Heineke, I, Taylor Heineke, look, he, he put up some numbers in the playoffs against Tom Brady, almost beat Tom Brady. Looked good last week or this week. But again, too short of a sample size. Let's see, you know, what he does over a six to 10 week span. Then maybe I could I could see this moving. Hey, if you almost beat Tom Brady, you're better than half the league. A lot of people almost beat Tom Brady a lot of times. No, a lot of times. Not a lot of people almost. <laughs> Once again, if you're joining us, we're live. We're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can follow us at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Subscribe on Rhode Island underscore broadcasting on Twitch. Send us bits. We appreciate all the support yeah, we get on Twitch. 
And then follow us uh, or listen to us on our podcast on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So, so many different ways you can watch. Follow us. Right? Mick, put the right players around and he'll succeed. I agree. Ron, this is another touchy subject right now. The Major League Baseball playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? (laughs) And we're about two and a half weeks left into the Major League Baseball season. And there's so many different scenarios that can happen in the wild card. Let's start off with the American League race. Okay, so currently, so, so wait, go ahead. Eric, before you yeah. even go any further, yeah. for the last, what, six, seven weeks, we've been talking about the playoff race. We have. It has been different every single week. Every single week. It's, you, you know, Major League Baseball, if they were smart, would be hopping on this. Like They, they have such a good race going right now. And we talked about it last week and how they, they botched the Hall of Fame. They're doing it now. Right with this, because I mean, every every week it's been different, and every week we're like, "Oh, this team's got it," and then we look at it, and hey, they're out. So, let's look at the American League. So now the Blue Jays and the Red Sox currently hold the top spot; they're tied. Yankees half game back after losing to Baltimore last night. Painful. A's three three games back. Mariners four games back. (laughs) So I'll start to I'll start to read off, and you tell me if you think. These teams, how they're going to fare. So the Yankees, final final few games here. They got three games against Boston, three games against Toronto, three games against Tampa, and then they got Cleveland and Texas in that as well for three Ooh. games each. Yankees Ooh. are not making the playoffs. Oh, That's yeah, that rough. Is a, that is a major stretch. So if you were asking me right now, ESPN doesn't bother. You know who does? Sports Unfolded because we cover it all. Right? So – I do not think at this point, if you were going to put money on, if if you went to Mohegan Sun right now in Connecticut, there is no money being placed on the New York Yankees making the playoffs, not after seeing what they have to face. Now let's look at Boston. Will Boston hold that top spot? They've got six against Baltimore, two against the Mets, three against Washington, and then three against the Yankees. Oh, that's a that's pretty right? good. There's no reason why Boston should not hold on to this. They should. Like, I'm they, looking at that schedule. It's like, really? That's a cupcake schedule at the end. I mean, five out of six against Baltimore. You should sweep the Mets. You should sweep Washington. Yeah. Even if you split with the Yankees at that point, it, I, I think they'll already be out of it. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Yeah. Right. I'd bet on the Sox making it. Toronto. Seven against the Mariners. Uh, seven against Minnesota. Three against Tampa. Three against the Yankees. Three against Baltimore. Mm. Well, they got six hard games, right? So, ten out of those, they can go if they go eight and ten, uh, eight and two out of those ten games that they should win. Yeah, Toronto holds on. Yeah, should be Toronto and Boston, right? It should be. Now, these are the two teams that are further back, so they'd really have to make some noise. Yeah, Oakland, eight, and Seattle. Yeah, so Oakland seven against the Mariners. So you think about it; they could beat each other up. They might actually hurt each other in this series unless one of them decides to, you know, they can sweep. Six against Houston and three against the Angels. So 13 tough games. Yeah, if they if – they, they, I, I they, don't see it. I yeah, don't see it. They're going to go 500 the rest of the way. Right, so I, I think the A's are out. Mariners, four games back. Toronto and Sox agreed, right? It's just Mariners, seven. Against the A's, six against the Angels, and three against the Royals. Yanks are out. 
Yeah. Right. So I, again, and the Mariners, again, I think that that series with the A's, it's going to split that and right. It, it hurts. Yeah. It's not going to Boston, Toronto. I think the Yankees are out just based on what they're facing. Like they have an outside chance. The other two teams that I think is done. Right. And it's then over. next week we'll, we'll discuss how Boston's out of it. Cause this is, <laughs> well, it could happen. I, I, I don't know. What about the National League? So the National League, the Dodgers are 17 games up. Did I call St. Louis Cardinals or what? Cardinals are in right now. Well, hold on. Well, they remain. That's the key. Well, I didn't say that, but Padres. Don't count them out. <laughs> Padres half game back. Reds one game back. Phillies two and a half back. But let's see who these teams are facing. And uh, let's see. The Cardinals currently hold that second spot because we already know the Dodgers. I'm not even wasting my yeah, time. No, yeah, they could lose every game and they're still in. Cardinals, seven against the Brewers, seven against the Cubs, and three against the Padres. Ooh. Ace, thank you for joining. Appreciate it. Yeah, Ace, thank you. So the Brewers are in first place, right? The Padres obviously are a very good team. The Cubs that's a rough they schedule. That's a rough schedule. The Cubs for they the should be, but, so that's 10 tough games there. So I don't know if the Cardinals can hold on. But let's look at the Padres, right? We're <laughs> half game back. Yeah. Yeah. Six against the Giants. Oh, my God. Right? Who have the best record in baseball. Three against the Cardinals. Three against the Braves, who are in first place. And three against the Dodgers. They're not making it. <laughs> They're not making it. I feel so have, bad for them. They have playoff teams the rest of the way. It's, it's unreal. Like, that lineup. I mean, you're talking Giants, Cardinals, Braves, and Dodgers. All top teams in the National League, you're yeah. facing them all. Yeah, they're done. They're done. They are not making it. So here's the shot. Can the Reds pass the Cardinals? Six against the Pirates, four against Washington, three against the Dodgers, and two against the White Sox. Okay, so they got five tough games. Right. How are they playing the White Sox at the end of the year? That's, That's just stupid. Uh, they got five tough games. Um I think so far I'd give Cincinnati that last spot. Right? I think the Reds get it. I think so what about Phillies? Phillies, four against the Pirates, three against the Mets, three against Baltimore, three against the Braves, three against the Marlins. Mm. They could they could take it. I think the two they bottom could. teams here, Reds or Phillies, could actually make it in here. Hey, just out of – did you happen to do the Mets – no, they're, they're five games back, and I, yeah, I just I know. So, until I feel like I, I was a lot closer yeah. with Philly. Two and I half. don't think St. Louis or San Diego take that spot. It's either going to be Cincinnati or Phillies, and I got to lean towards Cincinnati. They have right. a powder puff schedule. That I, I mean, I, I'm trying to break this down today, and I'm going. It, it's going to change again next week. So the Phillies just need to get hot. They need to get hot, and they need to beat some good teams. But they don't have a tough schedule. They got the Braves who are in first. Other than that, I mean, Pirates, Mets, Baltimore, and Miami. Don't don't scare me. I mean, they could easily win 75, 80% of those games. Yeah. That's how they fare against the Braves. That would be the key. So, I don't know. I I would think Philadelphia probably gets there. Because they're only two and a half back. I mean, that's, you know, they get a sweep this weekend, and there we go. They're, then yeah. they're in that spot yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So, I mean, the Reds could lose a three to the Dodgers. 
Yeah. And the next thing you know, Philly overtakes them. Padres, obviously, we I think we both agree. No, oh no my chance. god, they have no chance. They no have chance. no chance. St. Louis nope. has a shot of hanging on, but the Brewers up tall. That's a that tough Brewers pass. too. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to beat the Brewers. Uh, seven games too, so you got seven games against the Brewers. Right, and if they split, you know, if they go three and four, or four and three, yeah. that hurts. So they got to win five of those games. So we got the Blue Jays, Sox in the AL, Dodgers and Reds in the National League. Is that how you think? That's what we're thinking right now. Fans that's, out there, what do you think? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but I, I would that's be surprised if Philly t- takes it. Yeah, that, it, Mickey's right. Dodgers, Giants could, if they tie, they could actually have to have a playoff game. Oh my God! Could you imagine? The- could you imagine? Who has to go to the playoff game? That's yeah. that's great. It's so much fun right now. They Baseball have to have a playoff game for a play-in game. Play-in game, right? <laughs> Isn't that insane? Like it's so much fun, so much fun. And baseball's blowing it. Baseball's yeah. blowing it. Yeah, they are. Ron, it's face-off time, my friend. Yeah, I don't even know what the face-off is. To be honest, it's, with the, it's the one segment that I always win that you always deny. You never win. I win them every time. No, you don't, Mickey. You it's dream gonna tell you, that you win them no, all. Mickey's the going to tell us right now. Once we once we do this, who won this face off? Because Mickey knows, and I don't know. Snossages still out there. Snossages, you guys, everybody that's out there right now, tech, let's know who wins this. So our face off is since you don't know, Ron. Should the Los Angeles Angels just have Shea Shea Otani? Shea Otani. Only play as a positional player going forward and no longer a pitcher. I should win just because you can't pronounce his name. Yeah. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. I just I, – I messed it up. I got this now. Should they only keep him as a positional player and no longer as a – as both, as a pitcher and as an outfielder? One of us has to be for it. One of us has to be against it. All right. Who's for and who's against? Come on, Mick. First one. First one to say it. Got this. Snossages. Who has the best name ever? Snossages. Yes. What's in the bag? I can't read. (laughs) Please kiss me. What's in the bag? I think Snossages is only a football guy. I don't know if he does baseball. I don't know. All right. So I'll go first. I'll I'll pick since. uh, No, wait. You're first. So there he is. Got some eyes on us. You pick it, Ron. You're first. So you pick. All right, so I guess I'll be for him. Wait, for him staying in just outfield? Yes. I'm full of Philly sports guy. Phillies, all right. Eric for. Oh, Mickey chimed in. Eric's for it. Okay, so, I'm, okay. so I'm for them just keeping, keeping him as an outfielder. You're against it. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, you start us off. All right, so first of all, we have what could be the best player to play the game since Babe Ruth, you know, as far as pitching and hitting. Um, first of all, why would you want to tamper with something that works? I mean, he's a, he's a, a, a top, a top two starter on any team. He is one of the best hitters in the game. So, to me, this is a no-brainer. If you want to get a win, you have him on the mound, and then the other four days, he's over there pounding the baseball 
into the stands getting 30, 40, maybe even possibly 50 home runs a year. I mean, this year. Yeah. So, so to me, I'll take the 15, you know, wins that he should be getting on a good team, stressing the fact that they need, he needs to have help. Right. If I'm going to get 15 Time. wins. Time. So I looked at it this way. 264 lifetime batting average, 91 home runs, 241 RBIs. His key now is the bat. They need the bat. He's already had Tommy John surgery. You're going to continue to put the strain on him, and then you're going to lose that bat because if he goes out with Tommy John again or any kind of injury from pitching, you've lost the bat. With the with him just bat, I'm telling you right now, he's only 13 and five in his career as a pitcher, 202 strikeouts, 368 ERA. I mean, he's had a good year this year, but you can't expect him to do this consistently every year for how how long? He's 26 years old. At this point, you're you're probably going to end this kid's career in four years if you continue to do this. Just the wear and tear on his arm. And then he has to do it every day because now he's an everyday player versus a pitcher who can go out there every five days and, and get to rest for four. He doesn't get the same luxury. They're going to burn this kid out, and they're going to ruin him. And that's time, okay? That's time. Look, I mean, people people used to pitch 150 pitches a game. Okay, what year was it? And Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, look, yeah, it does matter because today's game is different. No. It's not that much different. It's only Absolutely. different Mickey because already, the managers. Mickey already chimed in, right? He's missing his next shot just due to arm soreness. So he's already – which means it takes him probably his bat out too because he can't bat now because of that. Look, I, I just think I just think if you, if you soften these pitches up, yes, that's what's going to happen. But The pitches look, are already pitches, soft in today's, look, in today's game. If you start getting these pitches ready – you know they can handle the 150 pitches. That's not how many, that much. how many pitches. How many pitches even go 100 pitches in a game now? No one, because they like they, do they put too many relievers in, and it's like it's so the game is game terrible. Is changed. Now. You need his bat. You can't afford for him, like Mickey just said. What do you think he's going to do in Japan? Okay, but this isn't Japan, Japan either. This is yeah, major league baseball. He can. Are you comparing the same those pitches? Same no, quality of play. No, no I'm exactly. not. So it's more wear and tear on him to pitch. It's he not, should just though. stick to the outfield. Snossage agrees. Mickey agrees. I won that faceoff as usual. Thank you, gentlemen. As you, usual. You didn't win that. Finally, You're wrong. I've got the fans out there who know and can hear it. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so now you only need about five more to catch up. There we go. There we go. Clearly won that one. Hey, let's talk about some NBA. So I had posted on a Facebook page about Ben Simmons. So would the would Ben Simmons be a the missing piece for the Boston Celtics? Would it be a good fit? What do you think? How do you feel about Ben Simmons who Wait. So the first thing I'm going to say is there any possibility of him coming to Boston? It's this talk. It's talk like everything else. It's probably less likely, but it's talk. If you could, and you were the GM, oh, if no. you were Brad Stevens, so would no. you do it? Would you do it if you were Brad Stevens? Would you try I'm to make it happen? For him. Let Marcus Smart. Absolutely. All right, Jalen Brown. No. Okay. Go ahead. Say the other one. 
Jason Tatum's not on the block. Okay. All right. So, so Shares, thanks for joining. Look, if you can, if you can get him without giving up too much, like, first of all, if I'm going to trade him, RTS, I'm going to trade him, but I got to keep Tatum. I got to keep Brown and I got to keep Williams. Cooling finally joins us. Cooling, thanks for joining. So yeah, I, 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 the only one I say to me, Cage, thanks for joining. Um, I would I would trade Marcus Smart at this yeah, point. I, I started I looking at the numbers. I and look, Ben Simmons is a twenty five year old. So there were people actually arguing with me on this Facebook page saying there's no way, and don't give up Smart. And I started to look at it. Right, three time All Star Ben Simmons, two time All Defensive Player. 25 years old, right? Last season, 14.3 points a game, 7.2 rebounds, 6.9 assists. This is where people started to get where it gets gray. People were like his free throw shooting. He shot 61% from the free throw line. Can't keep him in the game late, right? Because teams foul. I get it. 55.7 from the field, though, his field goal percentage, right? 55%. I'm going to read you smarts now. Smart, who's 27 years old. 13.1 points a game last season, 3.5 rebounds, 5.7 assists. So across the board, Simmons did better. Free throw shooting, Marcus Smart, 79%. You want to know what his, free, his field goal percentage was? 39.8. It's terrible. Right? So you're getting a, a guy that shows 15% better from the field, is also a two-time defensive player of the year, plus a three-time All-Star. Marcus Smart's never been an All-Star. Okay, and people are obviously arguing about trading this guy for Ben you, Simmons. You haven't even discussed what Ben Simmons would mean to Williams. How much better will Williams get being underneath Ben Simmons? Right, so Ben so, Simmons wants to distribute. We don't need him to shoot. You got Tatum, you got Brown. To your point, Williams should take that next step, we hope, right, yep. and stay healthy as well. How would anybody question trading this? This trade makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and you already got a guy that's just like smart on the bench who probably will start anyway, at least at first. Right. So right. you already got smart. You already have a guy that that is smart. Yeah. Hey, no pun intended. <laughs> Look at him. He's here all, all night, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, all night. Makes sense for Philly for sure. So sausages, is that because you feel like Marcus Smart would be a better player for Philly <coughs> than Ben Simmons is? Uh, I'm a little confused on that one. Because, I mean, listen. He might be. They already said – Philly already said they're going to they're gonna find him. They're going to force him to play. If he doesn't play, they're finding him. But I, I don't – I don't understand. Listen, you don't need him to shoot. And this is the problem that everybody says, oh, well, he can't shoot. They're afraid to shoot. Don't keep him in the game late. Take him out in the, the, the end of the fourth quarter, five minutes left. I'm okay with having Tatum Brown on the court, right? That's what that's the two guys that should be playing in the last five minutes to take the shots anyway. Right. Take him off the court. What he does for your first three quarters and a half would make the difference. Right, it just I it baffles me that people were arguing about me, and they're not even looking at the numbers. They're not even looking at the numbers. I think smart would be just as, if not, could be better. But I, I mean, well, I don't know about better, but I mean, I think it would take some of the pressure off of Philly 
from the standpoint of Simmons and, and, and Embiid, I, I think just don't get along of it. The chemistry is not there. Maybe Smart is the, the right guy there. I think he's a better fit in Boston, Simmons, than Smart is. I think he could do more for Boston and you oh, know, that's smart. <clears throat> and again, like, you know, that that role that has been missing from the Celtics for a long time is that that big guy in the middle. And look, like, you know, we've seen the years with the Lakers with Shaq. If you can get a, a portion of what Shaq could do, you do it. Listen. Because Shaq is a dominating player. You know, Cooling just made a Go ahead. I'm sorry. Good run. No, go, if go. you like, like Parrish, for instance, when you had Bird, McHale, and Parrish, yeah. like, like if you can get that kind of a player out of Ben Simmons, oh, why wouldn't you want that? So the thing that baffles me is that everybody forgot in 2008 when they won that championship. Who was their point guard? You remember? Was it Allen? No, Rajon Rondo. Oh, Rondo, yeah. Oh, that's Rondo, right. I forgot about Rondo. <laughs> Rondo was a horrible shooter, a yeah. horrible free throw shooter. Guess what he did? He distributed the ball. He played solid defense, oh, and he helped that team really get to good. a championship. Dude, he was like – What do you think Ben Simmons should be for this team? I don't want him to average 15 points a game. If he can give me 8 to 10 rebounds a game, 8 to 10 assists a game, he scores 10 points a game. I'm okay with that because guess what? That just means that he's getting everybody involved, and it makes that team better. I don't understand why people can't see that. Yeah, and you're looking at – if he's getting 10 points a game, you're looking at 60 points already. Yeah, it's it's a shooter's league. Absolutely. You're not getting Steph Curry. They don't have that kind of magic where they're going to get some some magical shooter. I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are our shooters. Yeah. That's, that's who they have. So we'll have to see, man. But I, if I was Boston and I was Brad Stevens, I'm, I'm really trying to pursue this. That's just my opinion. Would you give up a pick next year for it? Yes. Yep. Yes. Our picks have panned out in years. I can't remember the last first-round draft pick that I'm really excited about, other than Jason Tatum, which was a steal when we got him because it was just Philly screwed that up. Yeah. So I'd be, uh, hey, you know, smart and maybe a second-round pick, I'd even do, you know. I don't think I don't Philly know if I do five. do it. I, I don't know if I'd do a first and smart, but I but I'd give a first it, pick for it. It has to be a first. smart. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting greedy. Yeah, uh, well, you know that's what I am. <laughs> Once again, if you're joining us, we're live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Subscribe at Rhode Island underscore Broadcasting on Twitch. Send us bits. We appreciate it. Any subscriptions? You guys have been great on uh, Twitch. Follow us on. Uh, at Sports Unfold on Facebook and Twitter, at Broadcasting RI on Twitter, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram, and Podcasts Ankle, Google, and Spotify. So a lot of different ways. We've had a lot of good uh, interaction with our fans tonight. We appreciate everyone that's joined us. You guys have been great. Ron, what time is it? Uh, Pick and roll. Pick and roll, baby. Pick and roll. Yeah, follow that website right there, too. Check that website out. We Every show's on there. Pick and roll, my friend. So basically our pick and roll this week is of the six 0-1 teams that made the playoffs last season in the NFL. Which team is a must-win, is in a must-win situation this week? Which means six would be they're not really that important if they lose this week, it won't affect them too much. One being 
they really need to win this week for many different reasons. So those six teams are the Buffalo Bills, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, the Tennessee Titans, the Chicago Bears, and the Green Bay Packers. Ron, you're starting us off, so you're six through one. Okay, so I have four teams tied at the number one spot. (laughs) (laughs) And I have two teams tied at number five. So we'll go with Baltimore Ravens in that last spot. Um, I just think their season could be over. So I don't think it really matters if they win or not. Um, This team has already suffered so many losses. Yeah, injury. I, I, I just don't. I just don't think they can recover from it at this point, and especially uh, you know after their last game was, you know, the result. It's going to be the same this year. I mean, this week wow. they're going to they're playing Kansas City. I mean, they're not winning that game. Yeah. Cool. So you're already calling Baltimore number one, saying you're 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 six no, or one. No. So Baltimore <laughs> is going to definitely lose this week. I think they already know it, and they're going to probably come out and play like it. Uh, number five, I have Chicago Bears. Look, they have Andy Dalton. Um, this could be the game that they make the switch after, you know, after getting beat up, you know, by Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, you know it's bad. Things are going bad when you're losing to the Bengals, and they're going to lose to the Bengals this week. So I think the writing is already on the wall that it's going to be a long season for Chicago. So... The other four teams all need this win really, really bad. And I have Green Bay Packers there. I think it might be a little less needed with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers takes it game by game, even though I think they're going to totally obliterate Detroit, but it would be embarrassing to lose to them. So that is the reason why they really need to win this game. Because you can't lose to Detroit. You can't. Wouldn't be good. Would not be good. Um, next up, I have the Bills. Nope. Yeah, the Bills. I think they're a good enough team where even if they lost to Miami going 0-2, I still think they can recover their season. Um, it, it would be a long road because then they'd be down you know, in their division as well as the conference – but I think they still could recover it. But, you know, look, 0-2, you, chances are you're not making the Super Bowl. So so that's where the Bills are. And then I have – who do I have? I can't my, – oh, the, the Tennessee Titans. <sighs> they got embarrassed last week. If they lose this game, the – their division is done. They know this. That's a, that's not an easy division to win. And I had them winning this division just by the skin of their teeth. If they lose, they are not going anywhere. And they know this. They have to come out and have to play the game of their lives. And they have to do it in Seattle. Not a good, not a good place to, to take a game up and try to make sure you don't go 0-2. Yeah. It's not, it's not looking good for Tennessee, but I think they can eat this game out. But this is a must win or they're not going anywhere. Uh, who did I miss? I missed the Browns. Look, 
the Browns are like picked to go to the Super Bowl by many, many, many people. If they lose this game, this is a young team that could really hurt their chances to even make the playoffs. So they have to go and they have to win this game. They have to win. If they don't win this game, you won't see them in the Super Bowl because the, that's a, look because you have some personalities on this team that you know, like Odell Beckham. You know, if they lose this game, he's going to start chirping, even though you know he's not playing. So he'll start chirping, you know, and then you're not going to get that player that they needed to fill that void from last year. And that's that's where I'm at. That's where All I'm right. at. All right. I think I missed the team too. I think I missed the Colts, but that's okay. Um, Wait, the Colts is the Colts were in there, were they? No. They oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter though. It don't matter. You didn't Listen, put him in the pick and roll. So let me let me let me tell you this. Do you know the percentage of teams that start zero and two that make it to the playoffs in the NFL? Oh, it's this pretty percent. bad. It's pretty bad. Eleven percent. Yeah. So hence why, 15, but yeah. yeah, right. So hence why you want to go at least one and one. All right. So I had it. I had it this way, and um, I had the Bears at six. And I don't. I'm not even sure they're a playoff team. Look, they, their quarterback situation and what they're going to do is so questionable right now. And who's they're starting and when? Right. So I. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs regardless. So them going zero and two doesn't affect them. At number five, I agree with you, Ron. The Ravens. With all the injuries, listen, if, if yes, they're a talented team, but they've also had so many injuries that if they didn't make it to the playoffs, people would understand as well. You know what I mean? You lose your starting running backs, plural, right? You've, you've lost some offensive linemen. You've lost some defensive guys. Like, I could see I could see them not making the playoffs just based on that. So them losing, it would be okay. At number four, I had the Buffalo Bills. And I still think that the best team in the East, even at an 0-2 start, I still think that they have enough talent to, to, to beat the Jets, to beat Miami, New England, could beat New England, right? So that won't affect them much. I think they could start 0-2. At three, I had the Browns. Again, Ron, I, I, I think you hit it on the head. They're so talented. But how much the out starts to play a factor, they go 0-2, people start to talk, they start to hear the media. They start their players start to say we're supposed to be better than this. We're the Cleveland Browns. We never win. They need to. They need that game. Number two, the Titans. You have to look like an assemblance of a team. They did not look like that in Week One. You lose zero and two, and if you lose bad, they're in trouble. They yeah. cannot afford to get blown out. Listen, if they lose a close game by a point, eh? Maybe then you could at least say there's some hope. If they get blown out, Derrick Henry rushes for like 28 yards again or whatever it was, they're in trouble. Yeah. At and number one, Seattle, that is such a hard yeah, place to win at. Very tough game with that 12th man. At number one, I had the Packers, and this is why I disagree with you on this part of it. Aaron Rodgers sat out and almost retired. The organization is all over the place right now. Is is this team going to be together next year? They were talking about the last dance and was this the run? Like they're going to try to win it because Aaron's not going to be here. People are going to start to question if he's tanking on purpose, if they lose, especially to Detroit. 
like you said, that could devastate this team. If people on that team start to think he's given up on them, like he just quit because he wants to try to prove a point. It's a good point. That is going to make that team so – they need to win. Well, the thing you have to wonder now, that job at Jeopardy is open. So yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was an ace early. I put that, brought that up. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I just can't see if they lose. And if let's just say they lose badly, like they did against the Saints, people are going to say he's tanking on purpose. You can't tell me there's not going to be some media out there, some fans out there that just saying he somebody will say it. Right. And, and that's, that's just going to destroy that team. So and considering you just did, now it's out there. It's out there. It's out there. What's unfolded? We broke it. We broke the story first, that's like it. always. That's what we do, baby. That's what we do. Let's go on to our predictions, my friend. It's prediction time. Uh, I won last week two to one because you threw those extra couple football games in, and I yeah. got one of them. We were yeah. tied, and then that one of that 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 was a tiebreaker. So thank you again. All right, so let's go. Uh, we've that's got. What I do. I'm very giving. Chiefs at the Ravens. <laughs> oh, well, I just said it. Chiefs. Going Chiefs. I agree. Can't go against John that one, my friend. Nope. What about the Patriots at the Jets? I'm going Patriots. Belichick will be ready. The team will be ready. I agree with you. On 918 NCAA football, we've got number one Alabama at number 11 Florida. Last year, this game was really close. I think it was like a touchdown. Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, God. I'm going to go Alabama. I'm going to go with the road. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Florida. Yeah. And we're just going to see Bryce Young his first time in a hostile environment. Rookie quarterback. Let's see how he performs. Yeah. The swamp, man. They're they're, they're nasty down there. I know. I know. They're nasty. All right, we got some baseball here. Nine seventeen Padres at the Cardinals. Three I'm games set. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Going Two Cardinals. games to one. Oof, I'm going Padres. Let's go Padres. I think they keep this thing interesting. It makes our show next week interesting because then it kind of keeps the Padres in it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason. A good reason. September twentieth, Mariners at A's. Four games set. Ah. Uh... I'm going to go splitting it 2-2. You know what? I was going to say the same thing. So I think we, we, we agree on that one, too. They split. So we got two games, my friend. We'll see how they go. And you're probably going to get me on the Florida thing. but So then we should throw another one in there just for just because. So Yeah, but then we'd have to disagree on it. You got a game? Go ahead. Tennessee and Seattle. I'm going Seattle. I'm going Tennessee. All right, Tennessee – Tennessee at Seattle. All right. I'll go Seattle. That's giving you a big advantage. All right. All right. Big advantage. We'll see. see. All right. Winning team. (laughs) So if you enjoyed our show, tune in next week as we have NFL breakdowns. Uh, And we're also going to reveal our first SU, so Sports Unfolded Power Rankings for our team. So our top five teams, Power Rankings. We're going to discuss the Major League Playoff picture again and see how much it's changed in our pick and roll ron you ready for this the best number 32s i'm going to give you a few names already magic Shaq, jim brown tough 
Sandy Koufax. Oh my this god. This is gonna be a tough one. This is gonna be an extremely tough oh one. Oh my god. How do you rank those and, guys? And Don Sweeney. I haven't even put him in there yet. See, that's what I'm saying. I knew it was coming. Ho so my hockey close. guy. So my close. hockey guy. I was thinking about it. Hockey guy. <laughs> So uh, if you can, tune in on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. for the Wrestling Den. They're on Sports Unfolded on Rhode Island Broadcasting. They're hosted by Rick and Nick. Uh, those guys have been doing a great job covering uh, AEW, WWE. So a lot of fun to watch uh, the wrestling piece. Join us live every Friday night on Rhode Island Broadcasting on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitch on Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. Send us bits. We appreciate it. Follow us on social media at Days Sports Unfolded. At Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. At Broadcasting RI on Twitter. Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. Listen to us on Anchor, Google, and Spotify. So many different ways to go. <laughs> right? So as we normally do, we close off our show, Ron. We do our final thought. Doesn't necessarily have to be about sports. It could be about anything related to the, what's going on in the world today. You're up first, my friend. Your final thought. All right, so my final thought goes out to some Hall of Famers that passed away this year. We didn't really get to go over any of this this year, but I felt that baseball really took a hit in, in the area of deaths from Hall of Famers. Like, we're talking Whitey Ford, Bob Gibson, Lou Brock, Al Kaline, Tom Seaver, they've all passed away, and and then some. Like that's not even all of them. Yeah, you know. And I just felt that it was time, as baseball winds down to the playoffs, that we give a shout out to all these guys that that left us, that puts a big hole in the Major League Baseball world. Um, that, that's that's basically all I really wanted to say. We we should always remember these greats, yeah, and sure. uh, you know, because without them, we would not enjoy sports. It, it's basically that simple. No, agreed, Ron. No, great, great, great point. Uh, my final thoughts, actually, another personal one. I know I've had one the last couple of weeks, but this one's for my uh, my stepson Edward. Uh, he recently was in a primary for town councilman in, in my my town here of Groton, Connecticut. Uh, he won that primary. So we will be, uh, he will be a candidate on the ballot for November 2nd uh, for town councilman in Groton. So I just want to wish him luck. Uh, really proud. And we're in the, uh, you know, another race now. So <laughs> got a lot going on between sports and folded work and now we, uh, you know, a political race. So a lot of fun, but um, I want to thank everybody that joined us tonight. All the fans out there, Mickey, Jackie, thanks for joining. Jasmine, oh, yeah. thanks for joining. Cooling, Snossages, uh, Ace. Guys have been great tonight. We had a lot of fun. Ron, great show as usual. My it was friend. awesome. A lot of got fan a participation. That makes it so enjoyable. So, so much enjoyable. Fun, so much fun. We've got a lot coming up too. Uh, October 11th, our NHL preview show. And October 18th, our NBA preview show. And both of those will feature Kenny again. So we're excited to have Kenny come to join us, Sports Unfolded again. I can't well. wait till he talks hockey. Uh, yeah, you, me and both. both they, uh, I, I got a feeling one person is going to be talking during that whole show. I just got a feeling. <laughs> and, and it's not going to be me or Kenny. Yeah, I just can't wait for you guys to pronounce all these names. That's yeah, a, that's, yes, that's, yes, that's what yes. I'm looking forward to. So, so if you're out there, just watch the show just for that. Yeah, just that share entertainment. <laughs> yes, yes. 
But fans out there, you guys have a great night. Ron, as usual, have a great night, my friend. We'll right, see you on the other day. side. Peace, see you, everybody. everybody. Good night.